Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Intunuatu a bi-weekly production where we discuss social justice, religion, humanity, and culture. Mtuniwatu is a Swahili proverb that means a person is people. The proverb is used to remind people the importance of teamwork. Individually, we are weak, but together we are strong. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we have uh, a quick uh, discussion today about uh, something that we've been thinking about a lot lately, um, and uh, it's something that a lot of Americans don't really think about it most of the time because uh, it's an Im- it's it's embedded in our in how we communicate here and and how people interact with each other. So I uh, will start with a small story about something that I saw uh, at work. Uh, I was watching a, uh, an interrogation. Uh, an African man was being interrogated by a police officer. And uh, it was a video I was watching. And the defendant barely spoke some English. And this police officer just kept, you know, their mission is to get somebody to confess and to, you know, to get a confession from somebody. And so he just kept going and going and going, uh, you know, using all these big words. And the guy just, you know, kept saying, no, I did not do it. I did not do it because he could speak some English, but he could tell definitely that he's, he doesn't know English that much. And then um, towards the end of the uh, the interrogation, the police officer was like, your, your, your emotion got the best of you. And I, I totally knew that he would not know that because it's, it's an idiom. And a lot of people don't know that. And especially if you're just learning how to speak English and say, did, the, did your emotions get the best of you? And just like I, I, I expected, he just said, yes. And right then, the police officer just figured that, okay, I got this guy. You know, he's going to, he's, he's, he just confessed that he assaulted somebody. And so, you know, this idioms, you know, Americans use them so much in, in the everyday uh, talking and communication 
that people don't even realize that if it's somebody that doesn't speak English, they really don't know what, what you're saying, you know? And uh, it's, I, I just don't know how to help somebody understand how to deal with this. What, what do you think? Well, I would say as an American, I didn't know what idioms were until I married you. And you spoke English, but um, it was the American idioms. <clears throat> They're so embedded in everything we say that I didn't even know. I'm still discovering them <laughs> as we go, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm headed out. Oh, no, I'm not headed anywhere. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so what, why do you think it's so hard for people to just say, I'm leaving? They have to use this, I'm headed out. I think it's just a I'll slang, right? right? So our idioms are a slang. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, a lot of people don't really, unless you grew up here, you would know these kind of things. You know, I'm always confused about hold your horses. I always ask you about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it means now, but in the beginning, I was like, what What are they trying to say? Where is the horse? <laughs> hold the horses. What am I holding? <laughs> what am I holding? The horse? Or uh, cut it out. Yeah, and cut it out. Yeah. You know. What uh, am I cutting? And, and out of where? Yeah, <laughs> out of where. What am I cutting? You know, and I, I just feel like, you know, if judges and police officers and all these lawyers are talking about, like, are talking to people like that, like, you know, I understand if you're talking to Americans, they understand what you're saying. But can you imagine, like, talking to somebody from Middle East, you know, or somebody from Africa? They're not used to that type of English. You know, they don't know what you're talking about. And and and, and the, the worst part is, like, a lot of people that don't, you know, if you, they know a little bit of English... It's like, I don't know if it's like a pride or embarrassment. Instead of asking, you know, saying like, please excuse me, what does, what does that mean? What does that really mean? They will, um, they will just, you know, say yes. They'll just say yes. Yeah. You know, just falsely saying yes and they don't know what you just talked about, you know. But also I do that when, you know, I'll ask somebody to repeat themselves maybe once, maybe twice. But then the third time I'm just too embarrassed to say anything. So it's just a... Uh, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you just say yes, but you don't know what, you don't understand what they say, you know. Yeah. And legally, you know, if you're working, you know, in court, you know, it's very, very dangerous to say something like that because every word matters. If you, you know, you got to know why you're saying, what, what are you saying yes to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, are you saying yes to be, to go to jail for, or to go to prison for three years or are you saying yes to to whatever that plea deal you're taking or what? You know, you gotta you gotta understand what what is it? You know, and 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 then and then the worst part is like lately, like you know, the kids are d- doing uh, homeschool and online school, and all these African uh, the, the 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 African kids that are learning, they've been only here for almost a year or so or something, and teachers also start doing the same thing. You know, they're just talking like that and. Without even thinking like, okay, I'm 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 an ESL teacher, I gotta be cautious of what I say because some kids are Spanish speaking kids and some kids are you know from all over the place. They don't understand what I'm saying, but they don't think. No, they're so embedded, you don't even realize you're saying them until somebody looks at you confused, and then then you realize, oops. Yeah, why did I say that? Yeah, you know. Like I heard a teacher say today, um, the day has pooped all over me. <laughs> I don't even know did, that's did an idiom. Did, 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 did the kids know what it, what she said? I don't, you know, you can't see all the kids' reaction. Everybody's videos off. <laughs> yeah, so they're probably just like, 
Okay. What does that mean? You know? And so I, I feel like, you know, people need to be a little alert, like especially teachers, people that deal with people, all different people all, all day, uh, like teachers and, you know, um, lawyers and, you know, public affairs people, I guess. Like they need to be able to, to, to realize that your language really matters what you say if you use those idioms and, you know, I think it's not even just idioms. It's just phrases like the yeah. the pooped on my day thing isn't an idiom at all. Yeah. But it's a phrase that when you translate it directly into any other language doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, and and when you say stuff like that to somebody who who barely speaks English, they they take it literal. Yeah. Like what? Like going once, going twice, like an auctioneer. Some teachers will say, you know, it'll be quiet. And they'll say, going once, going twice. And then the kids are sitting there going, where am I going? Yeah. Yeah. They just take it like exactly what you just said. And I just said going. So, yeah. So so I don't know. I don't know how to be able to help these kids and uh, be able to, you know, at the court, at least people sometimes, if they, the problem is some people, once they start speaking a, a little bit of English, they think they know it. Mm-hmm. I can I can just go talk to myself. I speak some English, and then you go to court, and 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 you don't want to ask for an uh, an interpreter, and you're just like there. You're just getting the bare minimum of what everybody's saying, and not just the idioms in court. Like the the, the legal language is, it's a little complicated too, and so I I, I know and I think teachers need to think about how they, uh, especially if you're an ESL teacher, you need to think about. How are you? How how are you going to communicate with these kids to be able to to get this English they're trying to learn? And it's not just uh, teachers because um, they've got a hard a hard path right now with yeah. online learning and everything. But I think just as a society, we need to realize what are the words that are coming out of our mouths, and do we mean it the way it's coming out? Yeah, and so. You know, being a native English speaker, I'm still learning English after all these years, right? <laughs> English is hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm fluent yet. But, um, you know, it's the one and only language I speak fluently. I don't even hear myself saying these things. Yeah. And But now that I've learned a few, a little bit of Swahili, some Spanish, I can direct translate some of the things that I say. And I realize it makes no sense whatsoever. Yep, it does not make sense at all. You know, like I remember when we were talking to the kids the other day about uh, those idioms, and uh, we said, That's a piece of cake. Yeah, a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> like, where? Where's the cake? <laughs> and they're like, uh, It's a small piece of cake. <laughs> you know? Because to them, it just means what, what, what that word means. Yeah. They just don't think, Oh, they're using a phrase right here. You know, uh, it, it means some something else, you know? Mm-hmm. It means something else. And so, um, I just think people need to. I don't. I don't know how to change that. I just don't know how because it's it's just a, a habit. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just the culture how it is. And uh, I guess somebody might say, you know, these people just came here; they need to adapt to it. You know. When they, they do, they have to. Yeah, they have yeah. to adapt to what how people talk here, and how people do things here. Yeah, it would be easier um, process to learn it later on, right? Like, <clears throat> when you have a little bit more English under your belt, there's another one. <laughs> under your belt, yes. You know? Yeah. And, and But 
that's going to take a while. Yeah. yeah. That's going to take a while for people. And, and sometimes I feel that's why some people just don't want to even try, you know. Mm-hmm. And people will be blaming them like, you've been here in America for that long and you still don't speak English, mm-hmm. you know. It is hard, you yeah. know. It is hard, you know. Like when all everyone you talk to just talks like that and you're just like, I don't even know what somebody says. Like, like uh, uh, one of the kids was saying that somebody runs down in the basement and start, you know, speaking so fast and it's like, and and he's laughing and they're just laughing, but they don't know what they're laughing about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, and it feels like this idiom, they're just, they're, are they like, a, what I don't understand, did people just create them or they've been around for I mean, some of them have histories, like they hold their horses. Yeah, <clears throat> no, and I can see that, yeah. Yeah, but some of them, I mean, if, anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, Google it. So I-D-I-O-M, it's an idiom. Yeah. And the list just goes on forever. We probably made a list of like a hundred of them to go over with the kids of just, this is, what does this mean? I was surprised I, that um, Americans don't know what an idiom is. Yeah. You know, last time I was talking to uh, people back there and Americans were like, what is that? What is an idiom? Yeah. And so we had to explain to them. What, I had to explain to them what it is. And like, you don't know what an idiom is. I don't like, think I knew about uh, idioms until you told me about them. Yeah, there's so yeah. many. It's a, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And I guess that's the problem now because people just use those things, but they don't know. You just use it, but you don't know what it is. When they change, so like, <laughs> you know, he spilled the beans. Like, Apparently, now the new way of saying it is he spilled the tea because it's something. Like gossipy and juicy that yeah. they spilled, yeah. Instead of just like the truth, so they're. I mean, even the ones that I'm accustomed to are are changing because the new generation is changing it up. Like yeah. text messages, you know, LOL used to be well, not it used to be, but people would think that it was what lots of love. Your grandmother but, that yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of love. I remember your grandma said that <laughs> instead of laugh out loud. Lots of love. Yeah, lots of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I guess that's how language is it just keep you know uh, changing all the time and evolving I guess that's what the, the best word is to use it, it evolves yeah. over and over and over and over the years and and I just I just you know it's I just feel sad for the people that are moving to America from other like the refugees that come here and to have to learn the language and uh, and it just keeps changing you know you think you know it, and then you you you, you find a new word, and it's like, whoa, yeah. I never heard of that one. You know, <laughs> yeah. and like we were talking the other day, and I, we, I said, what did I see? And the kid wrote it down so fast and put it in a pocket. You wrote it on a piece of paper, and somebody like took it home. Oh, um, maturity, maturity, <laughs> maturity versus majority. Majority. So he was confused about what is the difference. Yeah, because it sounds so like and majority. Yeah. So. Just English is just, English is hard. English is hard. Well, then you look yes. at like, okay, you have the plains, you know, the flat piece of land in the Midwest, right? Yeah. Then you have plains, like you fly in a plane. It's spelled differently, of course. But then you look at your math homework, and it wants to know about like a cardinal plane. And that's real any like you just get into that with English. It's just what are we talking about now? <laughs> hey, what's the difference here? Yeah. Uh, how do you say this? And then Google Translate. Don't get me started uh, on Google even Translate. Use that one. <laughs> yeah. 
so bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. And, and and it's so sad that some of the teachers are using that for, mm-hmm. when they try to help these kids because they don't speak Swahili or they don't speak... Uh, I mean, I use it because I get stuck and I'm like, well, let's see if this will work. <laughs> it can give you an idea, but not always. Yeah, you know? sometimes. What was it today? Communication. She, no, no, she, she was, was like experiment. a baby crow. That's what it was. <laughs> she typed in something. It was, it was a baby crow. Yeah. It's like, that's not what that's you meant That's not what all. she meant. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So um, I, th- I just think people need to be aware, you know, like if you're living around people, just, just try to be kind to others and uh, be, uh, understand that English is hard. Not just for the immigrants and even for you as as somebody who <laughs> leaves speaking it, right? You don't yeah. know what you're talking about, <laughs> you know? And uh, um, and especially uh, like the school districts, uh, the ESL teachers, they, I, I, in my mind, I thought the ESL teacher would be somebody actually, I don't know what, what, what criteria they used to like pick an ESL teacher. They just have well, to be have, to go to school to learn English, that. no, or ESL. There's techniques and everything that they use, you know. But you have I, to I feel realize like, it's also online right now, yeah, and so a lot of a things are different, yeah. Because I feel like, I, like, like I speak multiple languages. When I try to teach somebody English, it, it get, it's, it's they feel like it's much easier for them to to get me you know, to understand what I'm trying to say, or I feel like it's easier for me to explain concepts to them to to be able to get it. But I just don't understand how if you all your life you've been just speaking, you know, one language and then you're trying to teach somebody who probably speaks four different languages and English is just a fifth one and try to learn. Yeah. How do you even like, because in his head he's thinking it, when he says something, he's translating it in all those like, yeah. the different Five, languages. Five, six languages yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it still to, makes no sense. And still doesn't make no <laughs> sense. You know, like, so, I don't know, you know, uh, maybe I should come up with a, a curriculum or something how to teach English as a, your fourth and your second language. Yeah. You know? Uh, English as your fifth language. Yeah. <laughs> not Instead as your, your second, second language. It's not the second language because some people speak like five, six different languages. So well, now they have different acronyms. Uh, I mean, we use ESL because we're old school, but they have a different um, yeah. For that now. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's cool. So I just wanted we just wanted to talk a little bit about that, and um, I know a lot of parents that uh, you know people from uh, internationals that live in America, and the kids going to school, and now they have to, you know, try to figure out how they can help their kids with school, and maybe your child is going through, you know, is in, in you know is is on ESL, and you just don't know how to help them, or the teachers, you know, teaching in Spanish. And your your kid is just is barely learning how to speak English. So there's Spanish in there, and there's English in there, and so she's like, "How am I going to learn all this? You know, like two languages at the same time. You know, it's it's very very complicated." So uh, you teachers out there, um, I think you guys to reconsider how you're approaching this, uh, uh, especially the ESL teachers, and maybe try to help these kids get as much as possible. But thank you for what you do. Okay. Yes. We need to give them credit. Yes. And really, hard. really thank you so much for what you guys are doing. And and for everyone else out there, um, comment on how many idioms you heard us say today. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we probably didn't even hear them. Yeah. Before. If you listen to this, please uh, 
just leave us a message down there or comment and let us know how many we use because we probably don't even, we didn't even pay attention. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and, and 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 you when you're talking, try to catch yourself how many idioms you you put in a, in like a sentence. Yeah, like pay know. attention. Yeah, pay who attention. Who are we paying and how much does it cost? Yeah, yeah I just used that already. <laughs> It's it's crazy. It's crazy how much it, it, it isn't embedded in what we say here in America. Like every single thing we talk about is idiom, idiom, idiom. You know. Yeah. But people don't notice that. But thank you, teachers, and thank you uh, all for your hard work right now, especially with this COVID nineteen. And I know you guys are working so much and try to help these kids in in uh, the best way possible. I, I just wanted we wanted to put that out there, just to something to think about. We're not trying to judge you or comment or tell you you're not doing a good job. You're doing a great job, and we appreciate you guys. And uh, thank you for listening to Mtunuatu, and pl- please subscribe. Uh, we got more good stuff coming. Thank you, and have a good day. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.